Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. You coming to Compton with me later? Hell no. <laughs> I'm not going down there when I don't have to. You're not, you're not going to shotgun it with me? No. Did you go with me? No. Exactly. <laughs> Who wants to go to Compton? That place is ghetto. I have to pick up postcards there later, guys. I have to pick Ooh, up. So exciting. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to the building years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. This is Justin Alexio. What's up, builders? Yo, what's going on? What's good in the hood? How you doing? Hey, baby. Uh, Yeah. Crazy week, man. Crazy week. How's your guys' week? Why don't you write in and tell us? Email us at buildingyears <laughs> at gmail.com. It's not. I still haven't found uh, a way to say that smoothly. No. It's, we're getting it. Uh, do you want to read some of the, the tweets that we've been getting? Because that's oh, yeah. been more popular. Yeah, uh, people have been lately. tweeting at people us. People have been tweeting. They don't tweet at Jeremiah because I don't think they know his Twitter handle. you got to plug that more, man. Dude, I, I think I plug mine just as much as yours. But maybe Justin Alexio is just They just search easier. my name by default. Maybe they don't hear it on the thing. They maybe just... it's easier to uh, spell or something. I don't know. That's true. I don't know, man. Or maybe they can only fit one handle and they're just like, rather do Justin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Okay, that's... so this is from Hannah Abera. Is this a girl or a guy? Hannah? I <laughs> think it'd be a girl. Okay, sorry. Have you ever met a dude named Hannah? I One time. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, Hannah, you little cutie, uh, said oh a new favorite episode thirty-eight, the Christian Spicer episode by Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. Oh, great! Sent the link, and that's all you had. That's dope because that's one of our old episodes. Yeah, you in the vault, girl. That's dope though. That was one of the first. I mean, that is a good. Did. That is a good, really good episode. It was. Oh yeah, that was a. Uh, that was great. All right, there's one more here, guys. Okay, so. Uh, well, TV Channels for You also gave us a shout-out on the Johnny Scordis episode. Check out what Megan Fox looks like with no makeup. I don't know what that means. Maybe that was him. Oh, it was a little bit of spam. <laughs> Is that spam? <laughs> yeah, I replied. I replied. I forget what I replied to. That I said um, uh, something like talk about. Oh, oh, okay. Did you see what I replied? No. Oh. Okay, and plug plug our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I said okay, plug our podcast. Oh, so that was just spam. Oh, yeah. they're just telling us to look at a video, which I did not open. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we just plug them, so hopefully they'll plug us. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, Hannah, oh, Hannah did another one for a different episode, and uh, oh, Hoodish Radio also gave us a shout out. So uh, okay. Thanks to them guys. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, hit us up on a Twitter. New, a new favorite at Jeremiah Standup or at Justin Alexio, and uh, we'll reply. We'll favorite. We'll retweet. We'll do all that we'll stuff. We'll do it all. We'll make you famous. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look at our followers on Twitter, and then you're our like, followers on SoundCloud. You're like, this doesn't add up. <laughs> That's strange. The frauds. The frauds. Uh, do you have a you have an okay week, Justin? Yeah, dude. I uh. You know, I just I I worked. What did I do? I uh, I just did shows, wrote, write. I did nothing, nothing too exciting. Although uh, I did, I had another little tiff with my landlord, guys. Oh, let's hear about that. <laughs> she uh, she brought in a sec. She's like, 
first of all, they're trying to evict the guy in the front house, which I think you guys know about. Uh, so she tried to be like, I need you to sign this because he got a lawyer. And I need you to sign this document saying I'm a great landlord. And in my head, I was like, not going to happen. So I emailed her back. was like, I'm not getting involved. My lawyer tells me to stay out of this. <laughs> I don't have a lawyer, guys. That shit's expensive. Um, so then she's trying to evict him. And then she got a second person to lay the hammer down on collecting rent from us. So this email comes in. is like, where's your rent money at? And as someone I didn't know, I was like, who the hell is this? So I emailed back. Uh, and then she was like, I'm working with Laura now. You got to tell me. I need your money. And I was like, that money's going to come in when it comes in. <laughs> so uh, now I have two different people hounding me about the $625. Look, it's in the bank, guys. But my bank freezes all my money now. So I have to wait for them to unfreeze it. You should tell our listeners why they're freezing. Okay, so here's why. Because <laughs> this is actually some some clever like heist-type stuff that Justin was doing. I was uh, what my mom calls. My mom told me not to do this. She's, uh, it's called floating money. So I, <laughs> I, had a, I had another bank account linked up to my bank account, and that bank account closed due to lack of funds. But <laughs> the USA didn't know about that, so I would transfer money from that account that didn't exist. So then I would just have $300 in my bank account, and it would take them like three or four days to realize it before they would take it back. But in that three or four days, I would get the money in there. So then when they took it back, I'd have it. And they'd only charge you a $5 fee. Uh, and the guy at USAA called me. He's like, hey, man, you got to stop doing this. He's like, if you keep doing it, they might put holds on your deposits. And I was like, how many more times could I do it? He's like, I don't know. You can maybe get away with one or two more. And I was like, ah, that guy in my head, I was like, okay. But I was like, oh, he's just telling that to be safe. I can probably get away with like five more times. <laughs> <laughs> so I did it like four times. And then uh, they uh, they told me, I called them. And they're like, you're uh, you're on probation for three months. We're going to hold all your uh, your deposits for two, like, two weeks every time you deposit. Oh. So uh, I got a check, guys. I deposited it that I need to pay rent with, but it won't be available for two more weeks. Wow. It's all good. It's my fault. I learned my lesson, USA. I get it. You can also date checks uh, ahead of the time whenever you. Dude, I used to I used to do that, but what did they start cashing them? They would cash them, and then the bank, their bank, would cash it. They even used though. to be really strict about it. Yeah, now my mom, I called my mom's in finance, and I told her about that. She's like, she's like, that's not a big deal anymore. Yeah, she's like, they don't follow those rules anymore. Like, if you that give... used to be like a big thing, like because you would give somebody like a birthday check or whatever. But then you'd write like two weeks ahead of time because you could, didn't have the money at that moment. Yeah, Man. yeah. No, I did that once in an overdraft my bank account. It cost me like thirty five dollars. Like, what are you? And I then said, yeah. what? And then I did that what to a landlord, and then so it cost me thirty five dollars because it overdrafted, and then I had to pay them twenty dollars because their bank charged them for a bounced check. It's like fifty five dollars, and I was like, I didn't even have this money in the first place. <sighs> Banks, guys. Banks. Banks. The worst. So, uh, yeah, that, w- that was my uh, my week. Uh, so this is something weird that happened with... Uh, so Maya and I are looking for places to move into for August 1st. Yeah, you guys are running out of time. Two weeks. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> one of the places that she looked at, there's a worker there that... There's a couple guys uh, that were there that were like, yeah, uh, we'll take your uh, application... And um, uh, just give us uh, 
the money and we'll send it to the landlord. Which is pretty normal. There's usually people there that do that. Right. She called the person after she submitted and she's like, none of our people are there right now. (laughs) And she's like, excuse me? She's like, yeah, none of our people were there. So basically what happened is Maya accidentally, and this could happen to anybody, and it probably did that day. And this is still, I don't know if this is for sure, but it seems like two guys scammed their way. They saw that it was an open showing, and they they got like paperwork. Like so people would write down their social security and their driver's license numbers and all this uh, stuff. And uh might be trying to steal some identities. So So Maya gave our stuff to them. Uh, uh and so So someone's got your guys' socials? Possibly. Right now, uh she's like, all right do this because I don't know if, if that's the case. Maybe it'll the landlord will say, oh yeah, I didn't know that so-and-so was working that day or whatever. But I had to get a identity fraud protection from Wells Fargo. Like It's like a monthly fee. So that's another thing that I have to spend money on <laughs> Damn it. that I don't want to. But I also don't want to go through getting my identity Dude, stolen and yeah, stuff you, like that because yeah, that's like a mess. Yeah. Wait, what is identity theft protection? Like what? What is? What do they do? If anybody, if you use your social for anything, you get a phone call or you get an email immediately that says, is this right? Okay. <laughs> Rather than it la- it happening like and, and then, then a week or two know. later and then you're like, wait, I, d- I didn't make that purchase or I didn't open that credit card. Because that's what they do. They open credit cards with it and then they, that's how, that's yeah. what happens most of the time with credit card fraud is they get your social, then they open uh a credit card account through some bank or whatever and with your social and, and your ID and then they start charging all this stuff and then you find out later and you're like, but I never opened it. It's like, well, your identity's been stolen. It's too late. Jesus. All right. This is a lesson to be learned. So that happened. <laughs> Are you going to get the place? I hope so after all that. Oh, uh, no. that the Somebody uh, applied for that one before us and we are not even going to live at that place. Kind of a mess. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, you got you got some more places to look at, I'm sure. Yeah. we. Dude, look- you should get a place with a pool, have some pool parties. I mean, that'd be cool. But, I mean, let's be realistic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were looking at a place this morning that we might end up moving to that's actually in Beverly Hills. Uh, oh. Which is a really nice, safe neighborhood and everything, but it costs... A little bit more than I'd like, obviously, since it's in Beverly Hills. But we'll where in, see. Where in we applied Hills for it. it. It's like on the edge of Beverly Hills, like uh, actually, kind of by our agent, our commercial. Oh, agent. okay. I have a friend that lives <clears throat> in that area. She's not really rich. She's yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's a like little... it's like the border. Of, it's like Beverly. It is Beverly Hills, but it's not like whenever people say Beverly Hills, you're like, oh, a gated community and and these hills. Uh, it's so private. and Yeah. No, it's like... Right on the Which edge. is weird. A lot of those houses do not have gates. Like, you just walk up to a mansion. Yep. It's weird. I'd be like, I'm going to pay this much money. I want a gate around this. Yeah. Let's, let's spend that extra little bit. But, I mean... But then again, Justin and I never even pay for parking whenever we go for <laughs> shows and we'll walk forever. So I'll, we might be those that ri- those rich people like, we don't need a gate. What are you talking about? I've never had a gate. 
Yeah, we'll walk 20 minutes for $5. And 20 minutes back, I'll go 40 minutes for $5. Yeah. <laughs> um, and not to bring the podcast down, but since we talk about what's going on with our weeks, uh, got a pretty upsetting phone call uh, earlier this week. Uh, my Nana passed away on Tuesday of last week, and uh, I flew back to uh, Kansas uh, and, uh, and Iowa for... Um, uh, like her funeral arrangements. Uh, and I actually just got back this morning or which would be yesterday morning since this podcast comes out on Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, so it was like a long weekend, but I'm really glad that I went, uh, to be there for my family. Cause I I feel like that's kind of more what for me personally, what funerals are for is I, I, cause I hate funerals. I'm not, I, I don't really need like the, the closure. closure. I don't. I'm not one of those people that are like, I need to see the body, or I need to, you know, I need to go yeah. go to the gravesite. Say my peace with this person. Right. I don't really feel that particular way, because um, I just like to remember people uh, as they were whenever they were alive, and just remember the, like the good times and all that stuff. But uh, other people do like closure, and I think it's important to be there for your family when they're grieving. Because, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're there for your family. It's good that you took the time out. Showed you're a good son. Yeah. Oh, I have to talk about this lady on the plane that pissed me off this this morning. Oh, flying back? Dude, okay. I wanted a window seat because... You didn't have assigned seats on the plane? No, not on Southwest. Oh, Southwest. Yeah, it's a fucking free-for-all. Yeah. (laughs) You just go in there and hope for the best. <laughs> and I was, my boarding group was C9. So I was like, frick, there's a very slim chance I'm going to get a window seat. I saw one in the very, very back corner of, of the plane, literally the very back. And I was like, I'll do it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be near the bathroom. I'll take that. I'll take that over being a middle seat far closer up. And then, like, why do you want a, a window seat? Just so you can look out? No, so it's easier for me to, to sleep. sleep yeah, because you can okay. lean against it. Whenever you're just sitting straight up, that's pretty difficult. If because uh, I don't have one of those neck pillows, which maybe I should invest <laughs> in, because I always hate the look of them when people are carrying those around. I was like, oh, those are so. Oh, I hate the look of those. But maybe they work, man. Maybe I should yeah. get one if I keep flying as much as I have been lately. But uh, so the one of the flight attendants, he's like, uh, sir. Would you uh would you consider moving? Uh there's a family of three that uh would like to sit together and I just looked at it and I was like, Nope. <laughs> I like, I'm like, sorry, I I I I specifically chose this seat. I'm trying to fall asleep. And uh and then so this family of three, this this mom and these two daughters start coming back and they're asking people and they're like like just she i knew she was gonna be a problem because she's like my kid has a peanut allergy and uh she started disinfecting the seats next to me like wiping them down which is fine if your kid actually has that allergy but she was that type of person that's like like i'm vegan i have a peanut allergy i need to sit uh this specific part and the flight attendant said he made an announcement over the intercom he's like uh, a family of three is trying to sit together would anybody consider moving and nobody oh moved so uh she comes back and sits her and her daughter sit next to me and her other daughter sits one row in front of her that's why i didn't feel bad i was like there's a seat right there and your daughter's not like 
a three-year-old kid that's going to freak out. Oh, if they how don't old are sit. these kids? Let's paint a picture. One, one of the kids was probably six, and the other one was probably like nine. Oh, okay. I was like, that's, let the nine-year-old sit one row up and be fine. And I just was trying to fall asleep and stuff. And while I'm trying to fall asleep, the mom, and I know she made it a point to, to say, she's like, honey, she's talking to her daughter, honey, when you get older, you need to respect other families. <laughs> and, if, and if you're on a, and you're traveling on a plane and they want to sit together, then you should give up your seat because that's what your mother would do. And she's saying all this stuff, like, and I'm like two feet away from her. Yeah. Obviously, she's trying to say that. And I just got pissed off because she said, you should respect families. That makes zero sense to me just because a guy, I'm going to get graphic here, a guy came in a girl and popped a baby out. Oh, I should respect you for that? I should respect you because... Because you are traveling with your obnoxious kids who are going to be loud and talking the entire time during the plane flight while I'm trying to sleep. I should respect you for that. You're a stranger. I don't know you. You don't know the weekend that I went through. And you're talking about how rough you had it on the way to the airport. Oh, we can't. the only reason why we weren't on pre-boarding because she has a handicap of the peanut allergy is because uh, it took 20 minutes extra in security. And I'm like, I can't stand this woman. <laughs> but I just slept and I fell asleep. Yeah, dude, I would have said something. If I, if when I feel that rage, I'd be like something a little, little high-brow. I was too tired, dude. I was like, I'm just going to go to sleep. Nah. Well, that's, I'm glad. So you sat next to a little girl then? Yeah. She like kicked me multiple times. <laughs> I was course. just like, I have to get off this plane, dude. I uh, there was one person one time with the freaking dog, and and it was one of those people that claimed it was a service dog. This person is not disabled, so that's how they got it on the plane. Ugh. So this dog is just barking all night. It was a red eye all night, just all night, and and someone, some black guy in the back was like. Shut that dog up! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was great, dude. And then, and then she's letting the dog run around on the plane. Oh, dude! And I was like, and no stewardess or I, anybody laid down the law because it was like at night they weren't really patrolling. Because oh, like, it was, yeah, it's all damn dark. It. it was all dark and everything in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't, dude. I hate. I'm afraid of flying on planes. I, I, I get like cold sweats and my heart starts getting all crazy, dude. I there also another reason why I don't like sitting in between people is I start sweating so much because I have kind of broad shoulders just like the and the the seats are not I don't know I'm bit, I'm about six foot three and semi broad shoulders so I'm just not built for yeah you're not normal stature for for that for those planes so if I could fly like one level up that would be nice <laughs> because my knees are usually right up against the seat. Oh yeah. And I'm like, "Oh." But yeah, I just start sweating and I'm but luckily it was like it was a it wasn't a hot day today, so it made it easier to fly and not I wasn't sweating the whole time. Usually I'm sweating the entire flight. Yeah, you're just like, and it's just miserable, <laughs> dude. It's scary flying over the ocean. You don't even think it's scary to fly over the ocean when they do that that turn back. Never fly to New York. You go out and then you do this crazy ass turn back. Right. Oh, the, always. Uh, there was one moment where I woke up and I was like, I'm, "Are we dying right now?" <laughs> <laughs> it was on the flight to Kansas City. Uh, the guy is like, on planes for whatever reason, 
I feel like they don't realize how soft they're speaking, and you're like, what are they saying? They're like, okay, so uh, you're going to feel a little more turbulence, you know what I'm So they mentioned turbulence very, like, very, very mumbly <laughs> like that. Three minutes later, the plane drops like 400 feet. It just drops. <gasps> it just starts to drop. Holy and the, and shit. the whole plane goes. <laughs> <laughs> and it woke me up and I was like, oh, are we crashing right now? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? And I looked around and I was like, I just went back to sleep after that. But everybody shrieked on the plane because it just dropped. I'd never had a plane that just dropped like that. Um, this time? Yeah, on the flight to Kansas City. Oh, my God. It literally, like, dropped. I don't even know how many feet it was, but it felt like a ton. Probably less than it was because, you know, you're just not used to it. Yeah. But it felt like a couple hundred feet. Jesus. People are oh, oh, let's give you the heebie-jeebies. I can't stand that shit, yeah. dude. Oh, dude, uh, I had a friend one time. I think it was my brother that uh, they were flying in a really bad thunderstorm. And they're just circling and circling and circling. And then the the pilot comes on. And is like, we're still we're circling. And we're trying to let weather clear up. And then like an hour and a half later, he comes on. He's like, uh, we're running out of fuel, so we gotta just make it. <laughs> we gotta just land. <laughs> he's like, it'll be. It's gonna be bumpy. Strap in. <laughs> and he said it was so scary just because the, the plane's all shaking and yeah. stuff. And because more coasting or what? Yeah, he's like, because it was just it was just real bad winds, and that that's yeah. what can. And so it was like. He was afraid they weren't going to hit the runway. <laughs> but, like, why does the pilot have to say that? Just, you know, just be like, hey, it's going to be bumpy. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. Now, we're running out of fuel. My hand is forced right now. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a little rough for sure. My friend, uh, my friend's sister was on that plane that went down the Hudson. Really? And so every year on the, on the anniversary, he's like, thank God my sister's alive. Wow. I'm like, geez, I can't imagine. Can you imagine, like, thinking your sister's dead and then she's not? Because he thought his sister was dead. Well, yeah, because what the, all the news coverage. Because he, he heard the plane crash. He's like, my sister's dead. Oh, yeah, that's rough. This is a dark episode, guys. <laughs> it's okay. Woo! We have. Uh, Are you guys laughing at home? Have, <laughs> <laughs> they've already turned it off in their cars or wherever they're going. They're like, all right, this, I did not need this today. This I've got to go to work. We usually uh, tune in for uh, the financial problems uh, of. <laughs> Justin and Jeremiah. Uh, I'll talk about a couple other things that happened uh, before I went out of town. Uh, I went on this. Oh, this is. There's a couple things, uh, and it's probably just because I'm sensitive uh, this week. There's a couple of things that really pissed me off this week uh, that probably wouldn't have normally. But I was at this web series audition on Tuesday. Right. Was it that one I went for? Non-paying. Oh yeah, I it's, remember. Okay. Yeah. So it's a non-paying web series. You already you don't want to be there. Already I don't want to be there. There's this guy who comes into the lobby who, and the only reason I didn't flip out on him because he seemed like a novice, like he had not been in the business for very long. And he said some stuff that made me, like, it took a lot for me to not say anything. He comes out and he goes, um, he's like shooting behind behind the scenes stuff for the web series. He's like, hey guys, I'm shooting some behind the scenes web series for this web series. Uh, uh, can you guys uh, act like starving actors? And I oh. like, 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 got so angry that he said that. And I usually don't get offended by that kind of stuff. And he's like, maybe trying to be funny or whatever. But uh, obviously, everybody in that room 
is there because they don't have better things going on in their career. Yeah. It's a non-paying gig, and you're a- you're asking people who probably a lot of the guys in there have other day jobs or whatever, and they're taking off time to go to, to this, this non-paying web, ser- web series audition, not even TV audition, and this douchebag is going to say, <laughs> hey, can you guys act like star me? Yeah. I was like... You Ugh. just seem new, so you just don't know any better, but that's so offensive to people. Obviously, we're all starving <laughs> oh. actors in here, you idiot. Yeah, dude. See, that's crazy to and, me. And this black guy goes, what do you need me to do? Show you my rib cage? <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, see, I, I'm surprised. When I'm in those situations, I'll say something. It's so good in you not to say something. The nice boy. Choose my moments. Oh, this this... What happened? Uh, this is another thing that this made me boil, boil with rage. And I like almost had to, I literally had to walk it off because I was ready to explode. This happened on Wednesday at the comedy store. I, we usually get anywhere from five to eight minutes for the store development spots there. Mm-hmm. I had a spot in the main room, okay? And there's a guy who runs sound there who, has not liked me for years because Why? Some, something that I did two years ago with Rick Glassman, he Rick Glassman, we he announced that the show got canceled in the main room, which it happens every once in a while because of low attendance for these like outside produced shows. Mm-hmm. So Rick and I decided to start doing characters and just dumb stuff for each other on stage while one of us sits in the front row uh, seat audience and we're just like using the mic and talking to each other. The sound guy flips out. He comes down. He's like, I thought I told you the show was canceled. You're messing with my equipment. What are you doing? Get out of here. And we're like, we're just like, until you like turn the lights off, we're just going to like perform for each other because we missed out on the show. We're just having fun. He's like, no, this is ridiculous. You're screwing around with my equipment. Blah, blah. Went off on us. Went crazy. Since then, he's hated me. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, dude, what? That was like a simple... Yeah, it's like, not like I was fighting you. Like, you should like, ask me to leave. Yeah, and then out. we did. And then we did. So, like, anyway, since then, he's hated me. So, I thought I was going to do, like, a seven or eight minute set. And he lights me early. And this guy, since that happening, he lights me early on set. So, I don't trust when he lights me anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, Because he likes playing me off stage. He just likes doing it. Yeah. And... I was already, this was Wednesday, so I was already had heard, you know, some upsetting news and stuff. So I wasn't like mentally in a great place. Right. And uh, he lights me early. I was like, oh, that douchebag is lighting me early. I know my internal clock. Like, yeah. I know that I haven't done. Time's not up, I know baby. I haven't done seven or eight minutes yet. He ends up playing me off. Oh. And I, usually I would just blow it off or whatever. It's fine. I checked my, my phone. I did. Five minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> and I thought I was going to do eight. Yeah. So I very non-confrontationally outside. I'm outside. Um, and he happens to be outside. He's going to be smoking or whatever. And uh, I was like, uh, all I said was, do we not get seven or eight minutes? And he just looks at me. And he just like flips out. And he goes, you get five. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, I... um." I uh, I thought that we uh, got seven or eight for our development spots here. He's like, no. He's like, but look at it this way. You got played off at the world-famous comedy store. You should wear that as a badge of honor because you're a rebel. You want more than you're supposed to get. 
<laughs> and I was like, I'm not. Tr- I said, I'm not trying to run the light. I just thought that we got seven or eight. He said, the lady told me five. I just do what I'm told. I'm like, well, I'm not trying to be a guy that like runs the light or anything. He's like, I don't give a shit, man. He goes, I just do my job and I get out of here. And I was trying to be like, kind of like, are we cool, whatever. And he's clearly like, not cool. Yeah, and he just like wa- walks away, like all s- steaming and pissed off. And I tried, like, as soon as he walked away, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> like I was like about to explode. And then a couple other comics were like, you okay, Jeremiah? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> but uh, then um, I tattled on him to the manager. <laughs> So classy move. I might. Uh, I'm going in tonight at the comedy store, so we'll see. Uh, well, because he's been a, he's been a problem with other people. It's not just me. Yeah. And then I guess he was complaining to the manager about me, and the manager I guess was like, with any other person, I'd believe them that they're giving me trouble. But Jeremiah, come on! Like I never cause problems at the comedy store. Yeah. But this guy's just a douchebag. And then Tony Hinchcliffe, he found out that I had some beef. With him, and he goes, <laughs> Tony, who we've had on the podcast, he's like, he is a monkey pushing buttons, <laughs> a talentless monkey pushing buttons in a booth. He can be replaced. He is replaceable. <laughs> oh, I hate that guy. Always <laughs> negative energy. Bad energy. Oh, what a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that probably makes you feel good. Yeah, I was like, oh, thanks, Tony. Yeah, thanks, Tony. But... Yeah, I guess a lot of things made me uh, angry this week. Wow, what a what, what a, a dark podcast! What a what a venting <laughs> therapy session for Jeremiah Watkins on the building the years. The real question is: Is do you feel better? Yeah, I do. I mean, uh, dude, honestly, I'm really not an angry guy at all. So when stuff like this happens, I literally blew that off at the comedy store within five minutes. I was over it. I was like, eh, whatever. It's not gonna change. Whatever. But. I don't feel like maybe I shouldn't have said anything to the manager, but some other comic who was on that show, he also played off multiple other comics. So it was like, dude, he's not just doing it to me. Like he just he's wanting to play people off. Yeah, because he wants to go home and he wants to be done with the show. So he wants the show to be, which is like kind of I guess his job is to keep an eye on the clock. But dude. It makes the show look so unprofessional. Yeah, anytime someone gets played off, it's like, Ugh. dude, the crowd groaned whenever I got played off. They go, aw, because they want to hear more. Yeah, I was like, and he, they could tell how mad I was. And I, whenever I, I was like, thank you guys. I looked up in the booth where he was at, and I just gave him this look like, you freaking <laughs> douchebag. See, that's where my middle fingers would have came out, and then I get banned. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Do you have anything to plug this week, Justin? Uh, guys, I'm, I'm throwing up my uh, shows on my Twitter page. My website's supposed to be done. I don't know what's happening with that. <laughs> this guy's like... We'll get it out there. Yeah, so uh, that'll be where all my show's at. So, uh, so yeah, check me out, Justin Alexio, on Twitter. Check out Jeremiah's stand-up on Twitter for shows and stuff. My improvised stand-up show is uh, actually tonight. If you want to check it out, 9.30. Three Clubs. Jeffrey Baldinger, Peter Banachowski, Jamie Lee, Hampton Yunt, DC Irvin, Gerard Carmichael, Mike Lawrence, and Eric Andre. That's it a is a lineup. dope lineup. So uh, come by. It's only five bucks. Uh, but if you're a comic, come on in and support. Get you in there for free. And there's uh, drink specials and all that stuff. 
And then later in the week, I think uh, I'm going to be doing a Thunder Pussy with that squad, which is also an improvised stand-up show, but the, the podcast version. And, uh, yeah, I think I got some other dates that I will put on Twitter as well, and I'm always at the Comedy Store multiple times a week. So, love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. I'm Justin Alexio. Let's think happy thoughts like my penis. Sometimes I wonder, like, should we really end it there? And I'm like, I guess we have to.